1: 7.49am, you're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana, Shauning and Keith. Now the saying goes, one bad apple can spoil the whole barrel, referring to the negative behaviour of an individual, affecting the perception towards the whole group. And really, the Royal Malaysian Police Force is contending with several high-profile misconduct cases in recent weeks, tarnishing its image in a perfect example of that saying.
2: Last month, a senior police officer was arrested in connection with a fatal car accident in Ipoh that led to the tragic death of a 17-year-old motorcyclists and more recently two police officers are standing trial for alleged rape and extortion of foreign college students.
0: So these cases have put a spotlight on the role of the Independent Police Conduct Commission or IPCC in addressing misconduct in the force. So really how empowered is the IPCC to tackle gross misbehaviour among the police and what steps can be taken to enhance its ongoing impact on accountability within law enforcement?
1: So for, for perspectives on the efficacy of this commission We have on the line with us Edmund Bond, lawyer at Amer Bond Advocates. Edmund, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, First off, let's start with getting an overview of the responsibilities and mandate of the Independent Police Conduct Commission or IPCC.
3: Um, It is supposed to be able to receive complaints, uh, investigate complaints and make recommendations for enforcement action to be taken against police officers that have been alleged to have uh, misconducted themselves. In essence, that's how it has been touted. Uh, mm-hmm. It is also um, uh, has powers to promote, uh, educate and advise government on improving the standards on the police force. In essence, that's that's how the IPCSC Act is
2: Edmund, uh, in 2019, there was a proposal to establish the Independ- Independent Police Complaints and Misconduct Commission. That was the IPCMC. It faced a lot of opposition from the police at that, at that time. How does this present IPCC differ from
3: you know, the original IPCMC? Uh, vastly. It's, it's quite watered down, the IPCC. The IPCMC bill in 2019 was much much better although uh, improvements could have been made but let's not forget that the ipcmc act or this independent police uh, misconduct commission uh, was proposed way back in 2003 under the zaidin commission the police the royal commission on the police force had recommended the ipcmc Uh, The IPCMC in 2019 reflected many of the provisions in 2003, but we do not see it in the IPCC. In essence, we do not see any powers to punish or enforce uh, uh, matters of punishment like warnings or dismissals uh, or even uh, fines against police that have uh, misconducted themselves. So therefore, this IPCC bill uh, the IPCC does not have the power to uh, enforce and make this kind of uh, actions against uh, the police. Edmund
2: could you just quickly remind us why the police were so adamantly against the IPCMC?
3: The IPCMC is a very strong bill that provides independent oversight over the police and obviously the question of who is going to police the police uh, has been raised many a times with many cases in Malaysia. Uh, until now, we have not solved that question. The police would not like uh, uh, anyone else uh, independently to police them. And obviously, we see that in how the IPCMC bill in 2019 was shot down.
0: Do you think the implementation of the IPCC is, is really from from what you just said an effective measure to address and curtail these recent incident instances of police poor police conduct
3: No uh, it's not necessary to the to have the IPCC because you have a body that has no powers and you already have so many other agencies that uh, Malaysia uh, uh, has that are that, still ineffective. The IPCC, I would call it uh, to be a referral committee. Mm. So if you have misconduct or complaints that are taken up uh, to the IPCC, all the IPCC does is to set up a complaints uh, committee uh, or a task force to investigate the complaint and then make recommendations to the relevant enforcement agencies to, to deal with the, the problem. So if there is a problem that is related to MACC, it refers it to the MACC. If there's a problem that uh, uh, immigration has faced with the police, then you if it's an immigration issue that the, where the, the misconduct of the police has been found, you refer it to immigration, for example. Mm. But the IPCC cannot do anything else except refer these complaints or refer their investigations to these agencies they can perhaps do site visits but that's the furthest they can go there is no use having the ipcc
1: wow that's pretty uh that's quite stark edwin if the ipcc is there and it's not effective are there other existing oversight mechanisms um currently designed to address police misconduct if the ipcc is um ineffective or or you know not yeah not fulfilling its role?
3: The police uh, have told us many times to make complaints currently to the Jabatan Integrity and Pematawan Standards, so the Integrity and Standards Compliance Department, which is JIPs, uh, the internal department of the police. We have, and civil society has, has made many complaints about uh, misconduct, but because it's an internal enforcement department of the police we don't really see any effective results so if you ask uh anyone uh, in civil society whether they are effective enforcement mechanisms to address police misconduct, uh, the answer would be no. Mm.
2: So, Edmund, at the at this current point, what extent do the principles of justice and fairness actually align with public expectations regarding the uh, action that would that are supposed that's supposed to be taken against police officers in Mal- in Malaysia uh, for for poor
3: conduct? The last bastion, and we continue to use uh, uh, and hope uh, is with the judges, and that is why. We, we don't want to burden the judges with so many types of uh, cases except the most serious ones like deaths in custody or those that uh, result in rape uh, in the criminal courts and in the civil courts. We, we hope the judges will uh, do their best uh, to uphold police accountability. And that's that, that why the IPCMC, when we were proposing it in 2003 with the Ziding Royal Commission, uh, the one of the arguments was was that let's uh not need to burden the courts with too many cases and well, there are some types of cases where there are less serious offenses where the IPCMC could deal with uh, at the moment under the IPCC regime uh, even those types of cases will not be effectively handled uh, by this body
0: Edmund. Are there countries that we should learn from, perhaps like Hong Kong, in terms of how they have improved police accountability and enforcement?
3: Yeah, so when we drafted, the, or we helped the Royal Commission drafted um, draft the IPCMC Bill in two thousand and three, uh, I was representing the Bar Council on that commission, and the countries that we had used was uh, were Australia, Hong Kong, uh, even England and some other more progressive countries. So what you see in the IPCMC bill that was annexed to the Zaidin report and what we see it uh, slightly watered down in 2019 uh, was a combination of these different models uh, that fit the Malaysian culture and context. So we had uh, a lot of arguments about how we could improve it, how we could make it better and how it could be relevant to Malaysia. We came down on these bills uh, in 2019, and at the moment, we do not see any of these provisions in the current law. So if you ask uh, a person like me, how do you improve the police force, the accountability needs to be provided for in terms of how the IPCMC, or if you want to call it the IPCC, uh, must they must have the power to enforce. They must have the power to be allowed to investigate, hold open inquiries, open hearings, and then uh, independently uh, meet out punishment. Mm. So you have dismissals, you have suspensions, you have fines. Uh, that whole logic uh, is provided for in the 2019 bill, but is completely absent in the IPCC at at the moment
1: Edmund, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Edmund Bond, lawyer at Amir Bond Advocates, commenting on the role of the IPCC in addressing police misconduct and really laying out why it's not an effective body as it is to actually address uh, misbehaviour in the police force. 7.59 in the morning. We're going to head into the 8 a.m. News Bulletin. And then after that, on The Breakfast Grill, Philip C. speaks to Marco Murtonen, Managing Director of BSF Petronas Chemicals. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9.